Hey everybody, you're tuning in to Mad About It. I'm your host, Becky. Becky with the good hair. That's right, it's me. Today's episode, we're going to talk about the butch femme dynamic. Uh, also known as lesbo appreciation. This is this is pretty much this is uh this is this is gonna be uh this is gonna be this is gonna be a pretty dikey episode. Uh, more so than you know you're like Becky. I, every episode is dikey. I know, I know. This is like this is a little extra dikey today. Uh, I'm I'm pretty excited about it. Uh, so what's Butch Fam? Butch Fam. I mean. It depends on like what time period you're from, I guess. It dep- it just totally depends. Uh, I think it's uh, it's safe to say that uh, if you uh, were an adult in the 50s, Butch Fam has a very different dynamic to you. Butch, Butch Fam has a very different definition. It's a very different context to you than somebody who grew up in the you know somebody who was born in. Uh, the 90s so it's a social thing more than anything else it's a it's a social uh it's a social sexual expression so it's it 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 comes and goes and trends just like anything else but i i think you can argue that uh i think you can argue that the 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 butch femme dynamic is kind of just eternal it's to kind of a just part of human sexuality um whether or not you participate in it uh knowingly is uh pretty irrelevant you know it's just kind of is you know it doesn't affect everybody but i think it kind of i think it kind of affects most most people um so what is it is it is it uh is it is it an adjective yeah. Is it a noun? Yeah. Uh, is it a sexuality? Kind of. Is it a gender? Like, a little bit. Maybe. Depends. Uh, is this something that, that has always been around? Yes. This is definitely... Uh, when you're talking about butch femme, in a way, you're kind of talking about masculine and feminine. Uh, so whether or not you are sexualizing that into a parody, uh, is up to you. And that's also in my definition, my personal definition of what butch feminine is, is a sexualized parody of heteronormativity, like a hex, a sexualized parody of masculine and feminine. Does that make sense? So it's like, uh, it's like if, uh, it's like if the brawny paper towel guy, and, uh, and, uh, 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 Betty Boop, you know, were on the cover of, like, a romance magazine. That's what, that's what, that's what Butch Femme is to me. Um, so at this point in the podcast, I'm going to go ahead and interrupt my own, uh, personal nonsense ramblings uh, of uh, anecdotal stories and uh, uh, vague descript uh, bullshit and uh, plug in some shit I learned in gender studies so from what I understand another aspect of the 1950s butch femme dynamic is that butches uh, 
were masculine. They dressed masculine. Um, sometimes they would, uh, you know, like pack their pants with something, but not necessarily. That was not always part of the deal because uh, penetrative sex was not always part of the deal uh, beyond some fingering and stuff like that. But um, from what I understand, sexually, there was also an association. There's also a definition. There's also some culture related to butches uh, servicing their femmes sexually and uh, almost kind of worshipping their femmes sexually uh, in a sort of like, uh, uh, you know, you know, femme worship butch butch as uh butch as a love machine butch as uh you know the most incredible lover in the world uh sort of deal um and that's the thing about butch femme that really gets me off that's that really makes sense to me and that I, that sounds like a lot of lesbians i know a lot of lesbians i know love that uh sort of the sort of feeling that they're, uh, you know, like a, a better version of a man, you know, like the the ultimate boyfriend, you know, they, that that I I know so many, uh, you know, masculine identifying lesbians, whether they associate themselves with the term butch or not, uh, is a very individual circumstance that just get off on conquest they get off on you know they get off on uh on uh, being a stud they get off on uh uh they get off on rounding up straight women they get off on being the object of femme desire uh and i think that a lot of them don't even think about it like that they just think about it as just like well you know like those are the pretty ones so like yeah i'm gonna go after the pretty ones but they're, they're, it's 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 something specific that they like. It's 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 that it's the femme that they're after, and uh, I don't think it has much to do with heterosexual uh, imitation, in my opinion. I don't think it has hardly anything to do with heterosexual imitation, in my opinion. I think it has everything to do uh, with kind of a form of like you know getting one up on, like a superiority almost. I view uh, this butch femme sexuality as just a another really kind of free, unique way for uh, <laughs> women to express themselves and at, at, at its most base level. I, or what I really think it is is just an incredible way to feel like the ultimate true Casanova, you know, um, the man, lesbian, maybe not. I know a lot of lesbians that are not, uh, uh, as sexual as were, as the people that we're talking about. I'm talking about like people that identify as butch. I don't know many of them that don't get off on, you know, emasculating men I, <laughs> I I I you know ooh that was you know it's 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 arousing and so to dress up as a man but to be better than one uh and to satisfy your woman better than any man could ever satisfy her 
to be superior as a lover is like such a thing for this butch femme dynamic that's like such an important characteristic of this butch femme dynamic uh, that's what they're playing around with. They're not playing around with homosex. Exclusively, at least. There's also this whole other element of the butch femme dynamic that's uh, empowering. And um, I don't think that I don't think that modern lesbians see it this way. I don't think that uh, I don't think that uh, modern modern queer women see it this way. I think that um, they see it as a stereotype. I think that they see it as a, as a, as an archaic sort of uh, you know thing that we don't need to do anymore. That's another popular. We just don't need to. We don't need to have this anymore. We don't need to. You know why? Why are we? Why do? Why does anybody? Why does anybody uh, want these terms around anymore? Some people get offended when you call them butch. It's crazy. Um, but I definitely think it's, I, th- I definitely think it's just a, 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 a certainly a, a sexual expression at the very least. And, uh, I think it's very, very inherently gay. I'm also a millennial. So, uh, to me, the whole thing is kind of cartoonish. This probably explains my, 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 my previous uh analogy but uh you know i mean to to a different generation of lesbian or bisexual or queer woman to a different generation of queer woman uh it's going to be uh it's going to be a different uh perspective for sure so we should probably get straight into why we're talking about butch femme in an apologetic way at all for for any uh for any uh uh you know just you know non-queer listeners out there or for any uh, gay guys out there or whatever uh queer guys um you know butch femme is 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 a highly debated thing in the, the lesbian community and um I think it's deeply rooted in, in classism and racism. Uh, and I also think that it, uh, it's deeply rooted in homophobia, why there's any separation and why there's any sort of stigma uh, about expressing butcher femme in the, in the gay community. Uh, if you're not familiar, there's definitely kind of a butch... Uh, a prejudice against butches. There's definitely a, a bit of a... Uh, a, a hatred of butches. It's also the best way to be, get laid is to be a little butch. Uh, it's the best way to be queer, visibly queer. Uh, so that might have that might those two things might go hand in hand. You know, maybe maybe butches get get the most shit because they they're the most visible. I think that's I think that's kind of obvious. But um, there's also there's also kind of a classism thing going on with this. It didn't used to be like that. It didn't be. It didn't used to be like this. So in the fifties and before then, nineteen twenties, nineteen fifties, the jazz era. That's a very broad uh, jazz. But also very both very broad and very narrow jazz era. But uh, during the time where people go out and get shit faced and go party and stuff like that, um, 
queer women would meet up and party as like butch femme parodies because the 50s were crazy crazy heteronormative like oppressive nonsense so they kind of found sexual power in imitating uh quote unquote like heteronormative uh courtship it's it's kind of it's a type of courtship so what do you tell you it's a noun it's a verb it's not it's, it's an adjective it's a noun uh you know it's a sexuality it's a gender it's also just a type of courtship uh so the thing about it though is that in the 50s very very much unlike today it was illegal to cross-dress uh so it was mostly a form of police harassment like it's mostly institutionalized homophobia but um it's also it's also just it's just it's, it was just against the law it was against the law to for a man to dress in women's clothes it was man it was against the law for a woman to dress in man's clothes so if you're a butch woman presenting really really butch that's like peacocking times a million do you, you get what i mean like why do why do butches why do bitches get the most pussy because because butches are, are the most visible visibility takes a lot of courage courage is sexy if you have a tremendous amount of courage one might say you're tremendously sexy so uh yeah if you're if you're if you're a gay woman in the 50s who wants to get laid you're gonna you're gonna you're gonna be you're gonna be expressing that and not only was it culturally and socially taboo and exciting to you know express that masculine persona it was also illegal which makes things really stressful makes you really prone to violent attacks i mean you get arrested you get a record you get fined you get abused it's all sorts of bad things but it's also like weirdly super highly erotic all right so it had a different it had a totally different vibe fast forward the 70s are when these cross-dressing laws start to go off the books kind of state by state and uh you know mostly everybody just starts to realize it's like a ridiculous waste of resources to uh be arresting cross-dressers so what happens what happens well cross-dressing isn't illegal anymore and uh it, it kind of loses its uh charm not to everybody it only loses its charm to white upper class people upper class white people go back to the 50s one second we got we went to the 70s way too soon still in the 50s the daughters of belitis you ever heard of the daughters of belitis the daughters of belitis were like a, a like the uh the uh manachine of the of the lesbian world uh so daughters of belitis 
similar to the Manachine because they are lesbians who believe uh, that in order to be accepted by heterosexual people and to stop uh, being abused by heterosexual people, we need to completely conform to heteronormative society, but just be gay. Uh, it probably won't surprise you that the Daughters of Belitis uh, don't have a tremendously uh, diverse representation. It's pretty much all just upper-class white people. Because who has the time and the money and the resources to sit around and wonder about shit like this? Upper-class white people. Uh, Daughters of Belitis, Mattachine, no difference. No difference whatsoever. So, the 60s come. What's going on? Women's rights. Women's liberation. Feminism. Uh... Do you think that feminism uh, loves its lesbian association? Do you think that uh, uh, feminists love all being universally generalized as homosexuals? No. They really, really didn't like it coming right out of the 50s when... uh, if you were a straight woman, it's not quite the same as it is today. Well, I mean, I still meet lots of homophobic straight ladies, don't get me wrong, but I I, I don't meet nearly as many homophobic straight women as I would have if I was a feminist gay woman in the 60s or 70s, or in the, certainly in the 50s. Um, feminism and lesbians did not cooperate too well mostly because feminists don't want lesbian association uh, they think it distracts from the message um, I it's it's a mess we could have a whole other podcast about this but um so this upper class white ladies who uh you know, maybe hung out in coffee shops with uh, the old farty daughters of Belitis at that point. They they don't they they're they're enlightened, they're feminist, they're progressive, and uh, they don't want to be associated with um, the past. They don't want to be associated with the past, and they don't want to be associated with. Um, what they see as kind of inferior expressions of homosexuality. I really think it's the same kind of mentality from these, uh, I think they're called homophile organizations. Yes. Okay. So assimilation into heterosexual society was the goal of the homophile movement. The Mattachine and the Daughters of Belitis are representatives of the homophile movement. Um, the homophile movement is basically just a way of just kind of uh, uh, promoting acceptance, love and acceptance of gay people without uh, promoting the self-expression of gay people, I guess, in a way. Uh, it's obviously, it's bullshit, but um, 
that ideology i think grows up and stays in the brains of uh uh uh, mostly mostly upper class white women and turns into a hatred of the butch femme dynamic and in my opinion it, it they they they're they're not wrong but they're not right um they deem uh you know, butch femme relationships is uh, very undesirable, very socially taboo within their circles. And uh, it's just like before in the 50s, unless you identified as butch femme, you were completely rejected by the gay community. Uh, so we go from, it's just hard to get perspective on this as a, as a young person. We go from, we go from, no uh nobody isn't butcher femme to uh nobody identifies with heterosexual norms to uh now which is i would say the the modern expectation of lesbians is that we get married and we have kids which is, you know, I think that the modern expectation of the upper class white white lesbian lady is, is to get married and have kids. Um, it's, it's, it's the homophile movement. You know, it's, it's the homophile movement. We, as gay people, we have no business quieting and judging and discriminating against the sexual creativity that doesn't hurt anybody. And you know, I mean, it's just another way of gay people to shit on other gay people. I don't like stuff like that. That's like my least favorite thing. It like, uh, it makes me so sad and upset when, when gay people shit on other gay people. The only thing that makes me more upset was when women shit on other women, but when, oh my goodness, when gay women shit on other gay women, it's like all the puppies in the world just got, like, sucked up by some sort of, like, alien puppy magnet and, like, you know, taken to an alternate dimension to have, like, weird puppy experiments done on them. That's how I feel inside. It's like the most profound betrayal of, like, the laws of, of, of what I know. Um, so... Uh, this is also depressing it's depressing because like i just don't understand i don't understand uh so why there's why 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 uh why we need more judgment you know it's like it's like it's like it's like uh feminists and gay women all got together and they were like okay so in order to be a good feminist you have to do this 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 but if you like doing this, uh, that makes you something other than feminist, you know? So, okay, lesbians, you can't be feminist. You're not true feminists because you're perverts. Like, ah, okay, all right, all right. So then all the perverts get together and they're like, all right, in order to be a real, you know, lesbian pervert, who's, who's also not a pervert because we don't identify as perverts, but stop saying the word pervert, blah, 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 blah. And, uh, you got to do this, 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 be the lesbian. And if you do this, then you're out of there. And then all the rejects are sitting there like, huh, I can't fit in anywhere. 
you know what I mean? Like, if you are if you're a privileged white lesbian person, and you don't give a fuck about anybody else in the gay community just because you feel underrepresented. It's not like it's some big deal. I just think that, uh, you know, women shooting on other women, gay women shooting on other gay women is all nonsense. Like, I'm not saying everybody has to like everybody. I'm not saying that everybody has to, to get along. I'm just saying, um, I don't know. I feel like there could be a little bit more awareness of the origin of Butch Femme. And uh, what about Butch Femme? Uh, turns people off you know do you not like imitating heterosexual relationship patterns or do you not like um, you know something that you perceive to be trashy or something that you perceive to be stereotypical that's that's the big one the big one that I hear a lot of the times is people don't like butch femme because it's a stereotype so um it's it's tough it's tough because butch femme is a stereotype it's also not it's also it's also bigger than that um the stereotype of butch femme is something that the society uh made to mock our pre-existing uh you know, party time. Like, it was something that we did for fun uh, as a way to, uh, you know, as a, as a means of courtship that we, that we then got, got mocked for. And you can, you can take your, you can take your pick. You can either be someone who does the mocking or you can uh, uh, be the person who's having the fun party time who, you know, or just, or who be the person who doesn't mock, you know, you just not mock. So, um, you know, butch femme may not be how you express yourself. It may not be your, uh, sexual preference to be with people that, uh, you know, express themselves in that way. That's fine. It's not my sexual preference to be with people that express themselves that way. But, um, Almost every lesbian I know has referred to themselves as 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 somewhere on the spectrum of butch and femme, in in casual conversation, as a label, as a, as a self descriptor. Um, but for some reason, if uh, if you put too much emphasis on the butch femme dynamic, people think less of you. If you put not enough, people think less of you. There's just a whole lot of judgment going on all over the place. And um, I just, I'm just going to point out that women have been through enough. We get, we get enough judgment from everybody. Uh, we don't need any more. We don't need any extra. We have, we have plenty. So, um, yeah modern reasons why people don't like butch femme yeah, this is, this, the stereotype is probably the number one uh, 
but you know what is what is the fear of being a, what is fear of uh, what, 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 why do people hate stereotypes they hate stereotypes because they tap into uh, associations uh, stereotypes come with a lot of baggage that's why people hate stereotypes so um, you know ask yourself am I putting baggage onto a stereotype that I straight up just shouldn't have you know if you're if you're a queer person who hates butch and femme because of this the societal uh, stereotype and baggage that it comes with um, I just think maybe you know maybe take a second to, to deconstruct what it is about uh, what it is about butch and femme that you don't like because um, it's so innocuous, uh, it's not contagious, and uh, it's a bit of our history that might get erased. So um, we shouldn't erase our history by choice, especially like fun stuff. And uh, yeah, I don't know. I think um, I think that there's gotta be a social media influence with this stuff. There has to be something about this that uh, social media uh, is influencing because we live in the most superficial version of our like uh, social interactions like ever it's almost exclusively digitalized like pictures and text communications and even when i'm in person with people they will often text me pictures and stuff like that like when i'm like you know so that like even when we're even when we're talking in person people are are still using technology to communicate you know it's just a seamless part of our 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 society now you know um and how butch you look, you can't hide. And you can also, uh, you know, live this whole alternate life on social media. But, um, you know, what you look like, unfortunately, has more influence than ever. So, the butch femme dynamic... It's going to be more in your face than ever. We're going to have a hate crime episode soon. We're going to talk about uh, how visibility has brought uh, all the shitstorm. Visibility is amazing because we're going we're gonna to make real change. But um, it comes with some serious blowback. Uh, I feel like, uh, I feel like, uh, the traditional representation of what Butch is, is kind of dying. I didn't really think that the, the, this was happening until I, uh, until I went to, uh, a Drag King show this weekend, this past weekend, and, uh, 
uh, the older lesbians were butch. We're talking like there were some, there were some, there's some, some hot ladies in there. Uh, 70s and 80s with a certain night and they they that that was those were some those were some butches leather pants i should you not leather pants mullets mullets i saw more than one mullet um these that we're talking butch butch not like oh she wore a, a a shirt with a collar on it that's not butch. I'm talking fucking chaps. Mullets and chaps. And like dickies. Everything. Everything from dickies. Alright. Um, I was, you know, when I saw her, I just immediately saw the dirt bike right next to her. She didn't have it with her, but I knew she had one. You know, uh, it might have just been Joe Dirt. If, if you're a woman who's given me Joe Dirt vibes, congratulations. You are one butch motherfucker. I have mad respect for you. That is some serious, serious raw butch power. That is some stud level shit right there. That's some shit that takes 60 years to be able to get to. You don't just get born looking like Joe Dirt as a woman. Nobody looks like Joe Dirt. That lady looks like Joe Dirt. And, you know, she wasn't even a drag king. I know I was at a drag king show. She might have been in drag. I It looked like just an everyday, everyday outfit. And she was the owner. And I know for a fact that she wasn't in drag. So, um, all I'm going to say is that the modern definition of what butch is, like, I feel like people would say that, like, uh, that, like, Cameron Esposito is like butch because she wears a blazer you know like wearing a blazer makes you butch uh i'm gonna politely disagree wearing a blazer is just not butch enough for me it shouldn't be butch enough for you uh if we get to the point where uh, everybody thinks that blazers are butch i i worry i worry about total erasure i also worry about just not getting you know getting the cooties for anybody ever again I really, I just kind of wish that, uh, I wish that people would, uh, recognize when they dislike something because they don't like it, or if they don't like something because it gives them, like, an internal conflict, you know? Like, just because something kind of turns your, your guts around doesn't mean that it doesn't mean that it's bad all the time like there are different types of gut turning it's not all it's not all bad i promise some of it is really bad though like yeah some of it is yeah if your guts are literally turning i think there's like a name for that that's bad get that checked out okay So, next episode we're probably going to have, it's probably going to be about either hate crimes. I've been talking about a kink episode for forever. There's a lot of kink episodes on podcasts, so I'm going to put that with the Stonewall episode. You know, it's like not super urgent. Doesn't mean it's not going to happen. 
but it's just not super urgent. Uh, I think we should probably talk about uh, the homophile movement in its own episode because I think there's a lot of parallels between the homophile movement and what we're dealing with today. And, um, yeah. We should talk about social media, too. We should have a social media episode. I am such a cranky, old, 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 salty, crusty mofo when it comes to social media. So I don't know if you want to hear my opinions about that. It's, like, definitely going to be mad about it, like, you know, furious edition. But, um, okay. That's it. Ta-ta for now. Come on.